Corn Office Podcast, Lewis T here, back with another episode. It's July 24th, 2019. Ah, feeling really good, really good. I just had a nice meal, so that's why you might hear me a little, a little more laid back. <clears throat> I was hungry. I was really, really, really hungry. So I was just um, at the house, just doing my little meal preps that I normally do. And, um, you know, because food is expensive on the streets, man. If you really think you're going to be out here eating outside on the streets every day, man, you're going to be broke before you know it. Because, uh, like, like bad food is so cheap. You can run up into McDonald's with $5 and get a, a drink, two burgers, fries, and a dessert for $5. Now... When it comes to eating the way that I'm eating, like, you know, I really want to take care of myself because that type of food isn't really healthy for you. You know, you can consume it here and there, but to consume it all the time, it's really not good. It has no no long term um, benefits. It just brings health hazards. So food food is really it's really complicated, man. If you don't take money and go to the supermarket and buy your own products and bring it back to the kitchen and do your own thing, you you really don't know what you're consuming, man. And at the restaurants, for people to prep it for you, it's a little bit pricey because they're doing the service for you. So it applies, it takes a lot for you to just up and go to the supermarket, buy your shit and bring it back to the house and prep it up. You have to be really disciplined and really apply yourself to accomplish that type of task because it's not easy, man. It's really not easy. And speaking of food, I found an article yesterday that caught my attention and I just wanted to talk about it. And then I wanted to to learn about the owners of of this franchise because I didn't know. And I wish I would have known, you know, just to have this data before so that I'm aware of, of how is it that these systems work. And what I'm talking about is Popeye's. Louisiana Kitchen, and I'm sure you've heard of Popeyes. You've probably had Popeyes. I've consumed Popeyes in the past, and in my recent days, I consumed the French fries. That's the only thing I purchase from that facility when I am around that that facility. I go up in there and I buy some French fries. That's it. I don't consume any of the other products that they're selling just because I'm allergic to them, and I don't like how my body reacts to them. So I just stay away from that type of food and I stick to the French fries because boy, those are some good ass French fries. So before I read the article, which is titled, Will China Love That Chicken From Popeyes? It's going to find out. So summarizing it real short, it's just Popeyes is going to China and we'll get into the article. But before we get into the article, I I wanted to know who's the owners of Popeyes and I typed it in on Google, because Google's your friend. It's, it's really your friend. It's called Restaurant Brands International Incorporated. It's a Canadian multinational fast food holding company formed in 2014 by the $12.5, million, $12.5 billion merger between American fast food restaurant chain Burger King and Canadian, what is this? Burger King, Canadian coffee, coffee shop, and the restaurant chain, Tim Hortons. Okay. 
and expanded by the 2017 purchase of American fast food chain Popeyes. So it's the fifth largest operator of fast food restaurants in the world behind Subway, McDonald's, Starbucks, and Yum! Brands. KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. That's what Yum! Brands are. Those, those three right there. KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. So, okay, you know, nice to know, just, just to, to be aware, restaurant brands, the ticker on the nice stock exchange is QSR, and it is currently trading at $74.04, and if I look at the max, this has only been out publicly since 2014, December 2014, and it was trading at $35.41. The highest that this has been is... No, this is its highest. Its highest is $74. So this is a fairly new stock. You know, it's it's not something that, that's been around for a long time. And it would have been a nice catch, you know, $35 to, to, to ride it up to where it's at today. It would have been a nice return on your investment, especially if you're a big boy investor, where you pour millions of dollars into these types of stocks, the returns on it are beautiful because food is always gonna sell. And I just need to put that on the record. This is not financial advice. I'm just speaking my voice and do what I please. So you do as you please, you do your own research. I'm not responsible for anything that you do. I just like to get this type of data and provide it for people so that they're aware when they're walking into these facilities, who's the owners? And, and maybe now you start looking at these types of brands with a different perspective. Because Restaurant Brands International, I had no idea that this company is the owners of Burger King, Tim Hortons, obviously they merged, and they own Popeyes, and the other companies that they own are, boom, 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 Mid-American Aviation Incorporated, and then just all the Burger Kings around the world. They own the Burger Kings in Europe, uh, United Kingdom, Italy, Inter-America, Sweden, Hong Kong, South Africa, and just Burger King Worldwide Incorporated. I don't know what this is. This is a, this is a weird company. It's just called 101778BC, Unlimited Liability Company. So, you know, I, I don't want to go into that rabbit hole of what else they, they, um, they own. But good to know now for you, when you enter Burger King, Tim Hortons, and Popeyes, you know that Restaurant Brands International, ticker QSR, is the owner of the facility that you're walking into and giving your dollars and they're collecting these dollars and and they're a brand and they're making billions of dollars so the total market cap for this i'm really not gonna i'm not gonna be able to figure out the market cap right now but whatever Okay, so the owners of 3G Capital, Pershing Square Capital Management, and my boy Berkshire Hathaway. Oh my God. And you know who Berkshire Hathaway is, right? If you didn't know, Berkshire Hathaway is Warren Buffett. 
my grandfather. I call him my grandfather because because we got a lot of similarities and 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 this man right here is a genius, man. Berkshire Hathaway owns 3.32% of this company. Fun fact right there. That's that's very interesting to me. I don't know about you, but just so you know, if you're a smart person and you're into this type of stuff, and if you're not, and if you heard the name Warren Buffett, just know that he owns 3% of Popeye's, Burger King, and Tim Hortons combined. So that's really good, really good to know. Learn something new every day. So they have a total number of 6,000 employers, employees. Okay, so here it is. The revenue that they, they made in 2018 was $5.3 billion. So not a bad year, right? The headquarters are in Toronto, Canada. So now you know where they're located. Now I'm going to get into the article just to see what's going on because I was under the impression that this company, like Popeyes, would be already all over the world, you know? But it's new to me, so let's read along together and learn at the same time because this is being shot in real time. One take, freestyle, off the top of the head. Here we go. Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen has legions of loyal fans for its spicy fried chicken, especially in the, in the American South. Now Popeye's is about to venture far from home to China. On Tuesday, its owner, Restaurant Brands International, QSR, remember, announced a deal with TFI Tab Food Investments, known as TFI, to develop 1,500 Popeye outlets there over the next decade. We're very excited to grow the Popeye's brand in the Chinese market, Josh Kobza, the chief operating officer of RBI, said in a statement. China is already home to Popeye's biggest rival, KFC, which has been there for decades and has more than 5,000 stores across the country. So Popeye's move puts it in a, a direct showdown with a far bigger player with much more experience. As Jonathan Mays points out in the trade publication restaurant business, RBI bought Popeyes in 2017 with the express intention of expanding it worldwide. Popeye has 3,100 stores in 25 countries, although it is best known in the United States. In the past 12 months, the number of Popeye stores has grown by 6.6%. RBI is also pursuing China strategies for two other brands. Tim Hortons, the coffee, donut, and sand sandwich franchise opened its first location in the country in February. Meanwhile, Burger King is already established in China, where it began doing business in 2012. It has more than a thousand locations there. Cool. But KFC is far away a Chinese chicken behemoth. It became the first Western fast food franchise in China in 1987, operating in a joint venture with Chinese partners. It has more than 5,000 restaurants in 1,100 cities, according to Business Insider, and is one of the country's most popular fast food brands. There are numerous dishes on the menu in China that are not served at its American locations. So Popeyes is starting from way behind, but in a press release, RBI says it will reserve it will serve Popeyes chicken, biscuits, and side dishes in its new restaurants across China. 
In the United States, Popeyes has been around since 1972. It was founded in a New Orleans suburb by Al Copeland, who initially branded the company as Chicken on the Run. After it was renamed, it introduced its famous tagline in 1980, Love That Chicken from Popeyes, which was sung in its commercials by late Dr. John. Popeyes opened its first international outlet in Canada in 1984 and its first Asian location in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia in 1991. Through the years, it has added a number of limited time only dishes to its menu. Some available only in certain locations including crawfish, shrimp, and pull-apart chicken known as ribbon chicken. Both Popeyes and KFC have faced tough competition at home from one from another chicken player. Okay. So they're not the only people in, in the chicken business. And I, I thought that this, this company was around like recent. I didn't know this shit's been around since, since the fucking 80s. For the past two years, Chick-fil-A has ranked as the number one chicken outlet in the Harris Poll's Equitrends Brands of the Year, of the year Survey. One of the longest running studies of brand equity and consumer preferences. Okay. Popeyes came third in that survey, while KFC did not place among the top four brands. There's a typo in there. They got to fix that. For months, industry analysts have predicted that chicken would be the next big showdown among fast food companies in the U.S. Now it looks like that rivalry will be playing out in China too. Hmm. So shout out to Mich Michellen Maynard. She was the, um, the writer of this article on Forbes.com. So much respect to her for putting this piece of content together. And I'm just reading it out loud and getting informed and providing this news on this podcast so that you know what's going on. Because I'm learning in real time that this brand has been around for so long. I didn't know... In the early to like early, late 90s, you know, that's when I first came into the country, that these types of establishments were already existing. Popeyes was already a brand. I was under the impression that this shit came out like early 2000s for some strange reason. Don't ask me why. That's just how my mind is processing all this information right now. So chicken. Let's talk about chicken for a little bit because this is the chicken wars. You got KFC, Chick-fil-A, and Popeyes going at it now worldwide for who has the best markets in, in, in providing fast food services for, for customers who like chicken. What, I, what is bringing to my attention is, boy, if they're already injecting these chickens and, and putting roids inside these chickens to make them grow quicker, the demand for these facilities to have chickens on deck is is it seems like it's it's more complicated than than you just coming through and ordering your chicken and your chicken sandwich and sitting down and munching it down think about the behind the scenes that these corporations are going through in over in order to even provide this type of um product daily on a consistent basis because None of these companies look like they're going to close down anytime soon. So that's crazy right now that they're going to China. 
Think about the population in China. It's it's massive. Massive population in China and and the volume of chicken that needs to be that, that needs to be produced to provide is going to be insane. Like if they were already under the gun now for providing for US, what is it going to be in China when the population in China is 1.3 billion people and that was the that was the 2017 um poll on how many people are there on the population 1.3 billion people live in china and now that they bring this popeyes and start doing marketing and, and ads and 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 running billboards and all of that the amount of of production that's gonna that's gonna be needed for this company to to deliver in China and over here, it's gonna skyrocket. So, in a in a good year, it's good to come back and listen to this episode, even for myself, just to check where the stock is gonna be, because right now it's it's trading, it's trading at seventy four dollars here. Revenue is five point three billion now. They're moving into a billion-dollar population um, country. A billion, yeah, billion point three people population. So obviously their sales are going to go up. Think about it, man. This is simple math. This isn't really that complicated. If they're doing 5.3 now, and that was 2018. Once they launch this, I believe by the end of 2020, this company is going to easily be, revenue is going to be eight. 8.5 to 10 billion dollars a year in 2020. That's just my prediction and it's going to be interesting to to look back at this in a few years or years down the line because because the the math just doesn't lie and the demand for this type of food doesn't stop because it's so easy. Remember how I opened it up in the beginning? When I want to eat good, I got to go to the supermarket and buy all my shit and go home and cook it. Get down and dirty on that stove, know what ingredients I'm putting in there, and then I'm eating and I know what I'm consuming. Not everybody has that type of discipline. People like going into these fast food, fast food spots and just getting it with a snap of a finger. Give me this, give me that, give me a number one, two, three, four, five, whatever number it is you choose. And it's just handed over the counter. You sit down, you munch it down, and you're good to go. And it's very, very fucking cheap. Very, very cheap. So, if you're out in China, look out because Popeye's chicken, it's on its way. And the wars are going to stop, is, are going to start between KFC, Chick-fil-A, and Popeye's in the who has the better chicken market. <laughs> Corner Office Podcast. Peace out.